It's the Tiltcast episode 552, Be a Porpoise. And this week, guys, we talk a lot more Diablo 4 and some news. Just stay tuned. It's a one-can episode. Woo! Ooh. Hey, it's the Tiltcast. It's an M-rated show. I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. With the three of us, you're going to get about 30 minutes of bullshit. Bullshit. Some games, some news. It is uh, rapidly warming up and turning back into summer over here in Oklahoma land. It is 12.30 p.m. on a Saturday at 85 degrees with a high of, well, I guess it's only going to be a high of 82. That kind of sucks. Well. (laughs) 87. High of 87. All right. There we go. It's 64 degrees in the Northlands. And then more thunderstorms again. Man, let's, these fucking thunderstorms, man. So Jason hasn't set up his pool. I've set up my pool, and all I've been trying to do is get in the fucking pool. So like the one day last week that it didn't rain, and I had some time after work, I had to do something. I was like, well, I'll have time the next day. Nope. It's just been raining off and on nonstop. I've had to like, I just stopped shocking the pool because I got sick of it. And... Even then, like, my pump died this week, so I had to go replace my pump. Um, Last night it rained again and, like, overfilled my pool again. So my dumbass goes out there. I've got this brand-new pump that pumps, like, double the volume my old pump does because my old pump was garbage. And I put it on, like, rinse mode or reverse flow mode or whatever, and I was like, I'm just going to – I'm going to drain a little bit of this because this will go fast. I forgot about it till about – Whoops. An hour and a half ago. Oh, God. Um. It drained. How much of your pool did you empty? Half. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Emptied half my pool. So oh, I geez. just threw the hose in there about an hour ago. Try to fill it back up. I'm not going to even shock it. Like when we're done with the podcast, I'm going to jump in and whatever's there. This is like the <laughs> sixth time my pool robot has went down the cleaning the bottom, pulling up all the leaves and debris because like it's just nonstop debris with all this rain. I'm so I just want to jump in this damn pool. But, oh my god! But yeah, like you know, it has a mode where if I don't turn it on and I put it on like you know drain mode or flush mode or whatever, like it'll empty at a natural rate. But it's shooting like fifteen hundred gallons an hour out. It might even be more than that. But let's just say it's fifteen hundred gallons an hour out for like three hours on like a six thousand gallon pool. So. It drained it all the way to where it couldn't drain any longer, and I was just sitting there eating, and I look outside, and I was like, pool pump, it's in the flush position. And then it dawned on me. It's like, oh, fuck. It's just been <laughs> shooting water out this whole time. So it- Oh, my God. It will not He's be sitting full there by the flooding time. people down river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the water side of my bill is not that expensive. Like, last month after filling <laughs> <Yet>. it- <laughs> Nah, it's like twenty more dollars. So I probably wasted another twenty or thirty dollars filling this damn thing up. And, mm. and we're not in a desert. It's not like I'm wasting water per se. I mean, I'm wasting water, but you know, there's more coastline in Oklahoma than there is on the whole fucking East Coast. So there's there's a lot of on a lot Arrakis, of, you'd be dead. Yeah. If I was in <laughs> Phoenix, like my water bill would be like six thousand dollars. Oklahoma, it's always wet, so. Not a big deal. Well, yeah, that's how my day's going so far. It's a, it's a fucking racket. You're, <laughs> you're 
you're watering the lawn industrial style. Yeah, like hardcore watering this lawn. Mm. Um, but I guess the ground was thirsty because it sucked up all the water. So that part's nice. Oh. I mean, um, I mean, you know, Oklahoma went to through a lot of strides after the Dust Bowl period to ensure that we had uh, plenty of flood control and water supply. So we have a lot of man-made lakes around here. Yeah, I bet there's like a hundred man-made lakes, and there's several that are they're not like Rusty's lakes. Rusty's Rusty lives by by natural. They're basically bigger than most seas, right? Like right. the Great Lakes are bigger than like the Baltic Sea. They're, like, they're the largest source of fresh water in the world. So yeah, those are like it, small oceans. Yeah, they're not lakes. <laughs> if you can if you can't see the other side, it's not a lake anymore. <laughs> like, is it Superior that's super 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 deep? Superior is very very deep. Yes, like um, over two hundred feet deep in several places. Oh God, it's way deeper than that, dude. Like, it's it's deep enough that freaking you know songs are sung about it. Like, you know, songs <laughs> you, are you sung hear, about it. <laughs> yes, songs are sung about it. There's like a whole maritime thing for uh, for Michigan. Like all of, I mean, when you're when your state's a peninsula. Right. Oh, thirteen hundred and thirty-two feet deep is the deepest spot in Lake Superior. That's yes. That's ridiculous. That's like that's deep nuts. sea diving. <laughs> yes, it is deep sea diving. When you get that far down, you don't see nothing. When you get that far down, that's not quite as uh, as as deep as uh, uh, terribly man-made, uh, terribly made subs uh, go. But still, um. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty deep, and there's a buttload of shipwrecks around the coast, all around you know the state. So basically, this entire state's a you know a massive maritime graveyard. That's uh, great. Um, but yeah, that's Lake Superior I mean, is always cold too. <laughs> you're you're talking about you're talking about lakes that the Environmental Protection Agency clearly describes on their website as vast inland freshwater seas yes vast yeah i mean yeah go go into the uh uh go into the beach at one of the uh the great lakes is it's actually pretty interesting because like i said you can't see the other side of you know of any of the great lakes really um with the exception of the ones that are bordering canada but we don't we don't we don't associate with canada um they're basically us anyway uh the you know the 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 weird shit though is is like there are certain uh, places in uh at lake uh, lake michigan that you don't want to go swimming what just dangerous currents or what no no it's 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 because um uh, treated wastewater gets pumped right directly into it. <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> so, it's clean shit, but it's still shit. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the area around, you know, those areas is definitely, like, you, you don't go there, but, um, 
like the Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes, which is not too far away from where I'm at, uh, is it's a massive like it's a massive sand dune, and then it goes down. I don't know, like four or five hundred feet, you know, to the lakeshore. It's it's a massive massive hill of sand uh, that was just blown up from the beach, you know, and created a dune there. Uh, so yeah, there's there's just odd shit around Michigan that's awesome. Like, just seeing the shit is just amazing. Um, like the, the northern, uh, northern shores of, or the, the southern shores of Lake Superior is got a semi-precious gemstone beach that you can walk up and down and actually, like, find, you know, uh, Michigan Gates and stuff like that in there. You know, it's, I mean, if, if you're into geology, it's it's this is a place. Uh, this is a great place to go. Well, if Jason went up there, his wife would be uh, would make a whole weekend out of it. I'm sure. Oh yeah, he, she would. She would go to every single rock shop that there is, and there's rock shops up here because yeah. you know we this have car come back rocks. like a ton heavier. Yeah, like exactly, a literal of ton course. heavier. Like a literal ton, yes. Um. Yeah, the, this. Yeah, Michigan's beautiful. It's just, uh, you know, it's it's one of those uh, it's it's one of those things that you don't think you're gonna miss until you move away from it. Then you kind of miss it. Um, you know, like seeing hills, seeing mass forests. Uh, you know, the lake shores, all of that. It's just beautiful country up here. Uh, and until you get away from all the lakes, and then it's just farmland and swamp. <laughs> so, uh, so it's it's very, um, it's it's a it's a nice place. I like it, but I miss I miss Oklahoma in some ways. I don't miss the heat. Yeah, you can keep the heat down there, but well, I do miss like I'm, I miss Oklahoma a lot. Well, I will say it hasn't been as hot the last week and a half as me and Jason can attest. It's been in the 80s in July, which is weird. Uh, yeah, it's normally 110, right? Yeah, it's been just raining like nonstop. Yeah, it's like the end of June. We had we had typical July weather, and then now it's June weather again. Well, that's that's great. You're saving up. Or you're using up all the cool days now. What's what's going to end up happening here is uh, when I make my triumphant return to... Uh, oh, it'll be like 130. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be 130. And yeah, uh, I'll have to like, I don't know, live in the pool. I'll be like, all right, guys, I'm just going to go. Just I'm... I'm just gonna be a porpoise right now. <laughs> just be fucking live in your pool. Let's be let's be poor pie. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a man seal, um, living in your backyard. <laughs> uh, I don't know where we're going oh with this. Oh. I, <laughs> anyway, I'm going Moving to on. be coming back to, <laughs> I'm coming back to Oklahoma. Finally fucking, you know, planned the trip. Yay. I said, you know what? Hey. It's it's time. I got to do this, and uh, I just happened to know a uh, a uh, travel agent, and uh, he was like, 
yes, you need to get this done. If you're gonna, if you want to do this anytime soon, you gotta get, you gotta get this shit going. Like, all right, here's the credit card, make it happen. Well, um, I mean, we could do an actual around the table podcast for one of those days. I am looking forward to it. In fact, I set it up in such a way that I could do two uh, around the table podcasts. Well, we can record them any day. Huh? We could record them any day that Jason's free. So. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. I want to do. I want to do at least a couple around the table podcast because that. I mean, I, that's I. I set that up. I'm gonna be there for, uh, for nine days is what I've uh, what I got it set up for. So. Uh, I decided to, uh, you know, to do the whole like, you know, travel agent trifecta thing, get the flight, the, you know, the room and, you know, in a car so that I'm not stranded or having to use an Uber all the time. Um, well, we are even at a point too, or even talking about doing like a Diablo line party or something like that. Oh yeah. I can't fucking wait. I, you know, I'm, I'll have, I have a, at least a laptop with me and we'll be able to, you know, that's halfway decent at gaming and yeah, we'll be able to do some uh we'll have some fun stuff going figure on, out how to so. set up diablo on the uh on the old steam deck yeah we'll get some uh, gotta get diablo gotta get that going. going yeah you'll be able I mean, to do that that's not that's I, I don't think that's hard i don't mind hauling my tower over somewhere yeah i mean i got a lot of places i got a big ass table i right. even got i even got a switch and and a long ass fucking uh, uh, land cable, so I could always just lug that over and go. Old there school. we go. I have to get myself oh, yes. a a, tra- a travel keyboard and mouse. <laughs> I've got tons of those. Okay, all right, all right. Literally right. two that's, on this that's, table that's right fine. now. <laughs> cool, awesome. <laughs> and I've got so two in the other room too. In fact, I'm right. still building that other PC. So a friend of mine needed a PC potentially work from home. So I started building it out of spare parts. And the last thing I just need to do, and I just haven't had, I have had the time. I just haven't had any free time, if that makes sense. So I've had a little bit of free time for myself and I just haven't wanted to do a lot of extra, but all I've got to do is I found my old 970. Um, that's, I had in a, a static proof uh, bag so I don't see any reason why it shouldn't work, but that's literally the last thing I got to plug into that and plus get Windows. So once I do that, then that machine's up and running, and there's another machine in the house until I give it away to my friend. Okay. Windows is cheap. We can make that happen. Yeah. But yeah, you guys were saying prior to the show, like it's we're getting to an age where you can't get get messed up, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. at a party and I vehemently agreed, disagreed. That's all well, I did you... like all 4th of July weekend. Like I went to, uh, went to my tattoo artist's house. It was his birthday. Um, they had tacos, which was fantastic. And I brought a ton of beer and they had a ton of Mexican beer too. And I got pretty tore up, like to the point where I just had to sit down and then I didn't know how to get sober other than just eat more tacos. So I think I had 12 tacos on Saturday night last week. <laughs> Um, a shitload, like literal shitload, like massive, mm. massive elephant poops the next day. Um, then I went over to Trent's who made smoked meatloaf of all things, which was thought was kind of weird, but actually came out really good. Um, we put it on sandwiches, right? And then I drank over there and then, 
Um, my friend needed me to go check on her cat, so I left kind of early. I had like one day sort of myself where me and Jason played a little bit of Di- Di- Diablo. And Diablo. then the 4th of July happened, and I went over and took a bunch of pictures of like my family and uh, did a bunch of art with uh, some trees. I did some paradelia experiments where I was trying to make the tops of trees look like animals, which I think I succeeded. And uh, then I uh, went to my parents' house and my cousin, who's my dad's age, um, we're not going to even go into how that works out. It just, my grandmother had kids till she was almost 50. Um, So he brought a signal cannon and I don't know that everybody who's not at least net redneck adjacent knows what that is, mm-hmm. but it's basically a cannon that you pack with gunpowder and packing, and then you, you light a fuse and it blows up and makes a lot of noise. Um, this thing is so loud that it was setting off car alarms like three streets away. If that's you were, the, huh? That's the thing that I was telling uh, talking to you about, you know, before I moved uh, about getting one for the house so that we could uh, scare away the uh, scare away the bear. That's what I was talking about. It's exceptionally loud. Like <laughs> yes. you, you don't. It turned off my grandmother's hearing aids with her ears covered. Oh, jeez. Um, like the dog. Oh, I, I feel sorry for my mom's dog because my mom's dog went and pooped in her room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> scared the literal shit out of it. Yeah, That's amazing. and that was like a hundred yards away. Um, but yeah, we went out in the street. And uh, we shot that thing like five times, but it was so loud, like it rattled the windows. It's, it's a cannon, man. Like it is. It's like a, it's like a, being next to a howitzer. Well, it. Like, I mean, you feel it, it in your chest, like it sends out a literal shock wave, and then to top it off, like every time it shoots, there's like a little smoke ring that shoots up in the sky. Um, and at night, it's just a fireball that goes up thirty feet in the air. It's well, nice. I mean it. It is a cannon. You're just not loading a projectile on top of it. Exactly. Um, and it, the way that it's, it sets pointing straight up, like you're not going to fire this at anybody. The thing weighs 40 pounds. Um, but yeah, like you basically pour like for scale, like I guess two prescription bottles full of gunpowder in it and then load it with packing and then shoot it off. Um, my cousin enjoys the hell out of this. I like want to the my the my 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 brother's little kid was like we shot it once he became unscared of it he's like twelve years old he's like I want to shoot that thing of course we let him right like you have to cover your ears as soon as you light this you need to be covering your ears like okay and my cousin was putting these like freaking like one foot fuses on it so you had like a good ten seconds before it went off. But it's just like you're waiting in anticipation for this thing to explode because you'll see the fuse go in and then you wait a second and then you see the flash in the bottom knowing it's about to explode and then it's just a concussion. <laughs> like it's so loud. Boom. Yeah, I want to. They're, they're fun. I, I, I get I, All right. All right. Fine. I need I to mean, know. When you, I need to know. So for for those older people in our audience, if you have trouble imagining a signal cannon, just remember back to Mary Poppins and the old fucking admiral 
who sat there and fired his cannon exactly at nine o'clock or whatever it was. I don't even remember this, Jason. That was a fucking signal cannon. Jason is the oldest soul at this table by a long shot. I don't even remember this. <laughs> I don't remember this either. Um, the uh, you can uh, you can purchase one um, because and it, it just looks like a barrel. It doesn't have anything else in it. It's a barrel with a hole in the side for the fuse, right? Yeah, it literally sits on on its back, right? It's got a huge base. Um, it weighs a lot of. It's it's really heavy because it's shooting a lot of gunpowder, right? Right. Um, and on his, it even has like a fill line, like don't fill past here, basically. And right, he, right, right. You and know, then you just take like newspaper, and then he takes like a broom handle that's been flattened out on one side of the sledgehammer, and then packs in this newspaper on the top, like super tight. And my uncle, my, I call him my uncle. He's a big man, like six three, probably about three hundred pounds, but also worked out his entire life. He's got like massive arms, and you just he slams the fuck out of it for about a good minute, and mm-hmm. then packs it really tight, and then you know away we go. Well, I'm I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at one right now uh, that is one hundred and seventy three dollars. It doesn't have a base, but is just the barrel uh, with a hole inside for the uh, for the fuse and an aluminum tamper, and uh, and that thing is that's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty badass. Yeah, um, I don't know where you go and get gunpowder nowadays, but it's it's muzzle loading propellant. That's all it is. Oh, yeah, you probably get that at like Academy or something, huh? Yeah, you can just get that anywhere you go to uh, you know for sporting goods. So that's that's really all you're using uh, using for it. Now you get one of those uh, those cannons. There's there's ones that actually look like cannons. That's the ones that I was thinking of that that are kind of like on carts <laughs> with wheels. Yeah, with wheels. Yeah, yeah. No, this yeah. isn't like a World War II reenactment cannon, but it, it is. The barrel's not very long, so it's just it's extremely loud. Like the barrel's maybe a foot long. So now the 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 signal cannon that I was talking about it's about the size of like one of those uh uh red flyer uh, wagons it's it's tiny uh the barrel is much smaller and instead of having like a barrel that's like I don't know what two or three inches across it's you know it's like one inch you know just like a little one inch cannon well, regard- and that still has a good report to it but it's like you know. It's not, it's not nearly as big of a boom. <laughs> right. You know, but now it's, it was fun. I don't know, Jason, I don't, I don't know what you guys did for fourth, but that's what I did for fourth. And then of course made a shitload of burgers, brats. And, um, we had, a so we did, I know that like traditionally, um, chili Rianos is, is fried. Um, we decided to load them on the smoker. So my mom made a bunch of chili Rianos and instead of breading them, um, we smoked them prior to doing everything, and oh my god, um, that was delicious. Um, those were gone first, way before the hot dogs and hamburgers. Or we did brats, but you know, brats and hamburgers. But uh, yeah, I ate a lot, well, and then it's like this whole week I've been like no artificial sweeteners, no cheese, like very minimal dairy, like. <laughs> 
I've actually lost weight. I actually got below where I was prior to the start of the 4th of July, but I've been in like exceptionally good. So, uh, Jason, did you blow up yeah. a bunch of shit? Uh, we did over the weekend, like Saturday and Sunday, we had stuff um, doing with family, with members of her family, etc. Uh, you know, a bunch of fireworks. Uh, being completely un- unsafe out at her mom's house, literally, like, setting them off on the road and you know, we're sitting back no further than uh, than fifty or so feet from where the where the fireworks are being shot off because that's where the chairs could go and and having fucking remnants of fireworks falling on top of our heads. Yeah. Um. But I'll. All in all, good time. We just, so by the time Tuesday came around, we literally just sat around the house because we were like, I don't want to go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. I was playing video games. I've, I've been getting to that point. Like, I got home late on Saturday night last week and, or on, on 4th of July. Like, I played a little bit. I think me and you, Rusty, played a little bit. Yep. Of Diablo. Just, just playing video games, man. It's uh, yeah. I, I I don't do fireworks. I've talked about that shit on the show before, but I don't I don't do fireworks because, I mean, there's <laughs> I just don't need to. Nobody. <sighs> okay. If you wanted, if if I wanted to just do fireworks, I would. I guess I would just light a hundred dollar bill on fire on the front porch and just like you know, that would be. Uh, that's that's what I've got. Well, thanks. My brother didn't didn't buy any fireworks um, for his kids. In fact, I just sent you a picture of my brother lighting that signal cannon. It looks kind of like a beer stein. Oh, it does. Um. So anyway, um. My dad oh, spent about 50 bucks, and then I spent about 50 bucks. I bought a whole bunch of, like, M80s. I bought, like, a thousand roll of whatever they're calling Black Cats now, and then a whole bunch of, you know, Roman candles and, like, the basics, but the stuff that's fun, right? Like, the kids like to light those big rolls of firecrackers with those big strips, and the thousand roll, like, literally just take your pocket knife and, like, cut off chunks of it and give it to them to blow up, you know, 100 at once or whatever, you know? So... I shot pictures of all of them shooting fireworks, and then I shot the bigger shit at night, plus that signal cannon. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so I see the signal cannon, and the one that I'm looking at is way bigger. <laughs> like, way bigger. Okay, so that thing with a two-inch hole is loud enough to set off a car alarm three, three, three streets away. Okay, all right, well... I want to. Yeah. So like <laughs> if you get something bigger than that, like I would wear yeah. ear protection, like ear protection. It's like set for like the Air Force or something. I'd want to wear protection too. Shit, I'd have probably have, I'd probably have the freaking, you know, the police called on me if I fucking, you know, and people blow up. Oh my God. People blow up Tannerite around here. So it's like. 
Yeah, so yeah, signal cannon would probably you know rival some of the bigger Tannerite explosions around here. Um, yeah, that's Keep that's kind of what was away. going on. What? Keep the bears away. Well, I mean that's that's a side effect of it. It'll keep literally any wildlife away from your uh, uh, away from your house. Um, yeah, so some of the bigger booms around here. Um, I don't know if there was any you know anything that was massive around the Fourth of July around here, but I mean uh, the Fourth of July is still going on up here because we can still buy fireworks and people are still setting them off this weekend because the Fourth. I mean that's what Jason's to, doing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah right after this yeah yeah so so that's what's going on around here this is the fourth is still going on shit's still exploding around here um but you know up here we you know we we don't just do you know m80s <laughs> and i guess we don't just do signal cannons we do uh let's explode the car out back uh, full of tannerite. Well, some of the bigger explosions around here have included. Let's uh, set up a, a a big bonfire. Hey, where did those uh, uh where did those propane tanks go? Oh Jesus! So, one of the bi uh, biggest booms around here. There was a uh, a big. Uh, fire pit that was uh, that somebody had dug threw a bunch of junk in there. Some of that junk included a you know some old propane tanks. Uh, covered it up with a bunch of uh, you know a uh, bunch of brush and forgot about it for like two years. Uh, and then they're like, "Hey, we've got that big you know big fire pit out back. Let's just light that shit up. So go out there, freaking like you know dump some uh, some de you know old like." you know, diesel fuel or freaking cleaning, you know, because you use diesel fuel to clean shit around here. Uh, so throw some of that shit on it, light that fucker up and just watch it, you know, go up until the uh, propane tanks exploded. At least it was down in the pit a little bit, but the boom that went off, <laughs> you know blew out freaking you know shook houses and blew out windows from <laughs> for a while around it was uh it was it was a boom that could be you know felt all around this little town here uh and it's still talked about to this day in fact i'm still talking about it um but yeah it's fourth of july happens all the time around here that just sounds like dangerous shrapnel yeah yeah, people could have died. This yeah. is this is why men die earlier than women. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's also like you know uh, your random Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is this this particular picture came up on my uh, uh, came came up on my newsfeed and has been bothering me. So I'm going to share it with you. Um, for those who do not have a visual on it, it is a, uh, uh, it, it's the official Bud Light straw. Uh, that and one <laughs> it's, it's, it's disturbing because it's just a hot dog with a hole poked in it, stuffed into a, a plastic cup of Bud Light. 
This is the, oh god! This is the nastiness that comes across my feed sometimes. <laughs> well, uh, so you know what? Um, last night, um, Jason got across the finish line with the story of Diablo. Oh, yes, he I finished did. it. He finished the main drag. Oh my god! You yep. can you can now play the game now. Justin hopped in there just as I was getting ready to cross into the burning hills, and I wanted to fucking went and slayed Lilith. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like everybody's played it, but no spoilers if you haven't played it. There is a really amazing, like, Battle of Helm's Deep cinematic towards the end, and I was kind of waiting until he was at about that point. I was like, because I'm skipping the story on my druid, and I finally saw the light on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I want to experience that cinematic again. And obviously, I wanted just some XP, and I was going to play with Jason, right? So <clears throat> I jumped in. I was like, shut up. This is like the best scene in the whole game. And of course, I think Jason agrees with me. Oh, uh, yeah. There's the, the – not the ending cinematic, but if you've played it, you know what I'm talking about. There's a there's a war going on in hell, and it's uh, pretty, pretty all right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Yeah, and just going to say that there, there is, there is one fucking epic character death in there that just oh, the visuals on that blow me away. Mm-hmm. Yep, I I won't talk about it because uh, yeah, it's it's as a spoiler, but, but because it is definitely very much sports spoiler territory and if somebody's soloing the game they may still not have finished it as i just finished it last night so there right so, so it's 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 a it's a very it's very good it's very good uh the um so now that you've uh you, you've gotten to that point uh you've uh you've completed the uh you you completed the story you have uh, you have unlocked the ability to do some uh, some some great things with uh, uh, with Diablo. Like, well, he hasn't done story. <laughs> he hasn't done the final. He hasn't done the epilogue, and he hasn't done which will take him like thirty minutes. Right, right. And he hasn't done the final dungeon to unlock nightmare mode. Oh, okay. Well, so he's got like an hour and a half, and well, an hour probably, and then he's ready to jump in to do everything that we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As long as um as long as you do that. I mean, you you've done the hard part. So, now you can just uh uh now you could just, you know, complete the story, do the uh do the thing that you need to do and then you'll be able to uh, you know, to you know, take advantage of skipping the story, being able to uh to go through the rest of uh uh the the new content that's coming out and just you have to actually complete the story to do that content too. So uh that would be the um the seasonal content that's uh, that's coming out. Is when that my phone's still on. What the fuck? Um anyway. So yeah, uh, that was that was a epic fucking experience and like Yeah, I won't I won't sugarcoat it, say that it was easy, but being partied up definitely made that last fight with Lilith easier. Well, though, I, um, I fucked up at one though, point and got knocked off the side, and Jason yeah. thankfully 
had like a single potion left, came and rescued me so that I could help him finish it out. Nice. Yeah, we both almost bit it because Justin got lost on the wrong side of a of a AoE map attack and Wilhelm screamed it off of the map. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No. <laughs> All right. But that's great. Uh finally able to get through there. Now I played a little bit. Uh I didn't play a lot of Diablo. Um I mean I played a little with you, uh Justin, and then uh I started another character um just to see what what the whole like what the what the fuss was about i i played a little bit of um i played the first 25 levels of uh necro and uh corpse explosion is basically key um if you don't pick that up uh you're not playing necro um i'm, I'm actually <laughs> still using it so like earlier on i think the blood builds are pretty good for leveling because there's so much survivability and there's a lot of good, it's, uh, what is it called, hemorrhage? Hemorrhage is the key skill because it generates blood orbs, which helps you survive. And it also generates more essence than any other skill for a single target. So, mm -hmm. like, it's really good for bosses in that regard because you can, and, and anything that increases your attack speed, like any kind of aspect that increases your basic attack speed, will help you just pull your essence right back up. Um, but later on in the game, when you've got a lot of stuff on screen, the blood builds need a cooldown, some kind of cooldown aspect to help with your blood wave. And you need the tidal wave one that does two blood waves and mm -hmm. you need enhancements to the, uh, the corpse exp or the explosion you do on yourself in order to make it viable. I've actually thought about going back to it, but I'm doing a, a melee necro right now, um, where I use sever, which is like a. So you use a big scythe and you hit stuff and it explodes, um, which hits stuff in a huge cone around me um, and is very easy to play with a controller. And then I'm also still using Corpse Explosion for mine because everything's shadow damage based. Um, I've got a buttload of, um, you know, different aspects on my gear that helps me generate additional shadow damage. So I use the damage over time explosion. But it still gets a good pop. So, like, the basic pop, just the pop, um, can crit for, like, 10,000. And then it does, like, one to 2,000 a tick, and it can crit while it's ticking. So it – or overpower while it's ticking. So you can literally, as Rusty has attested what we've been playing, when we do those events, I can literally just curse and pop corpses all around me and pretty much kill everything, even elites. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty intense. And then you – Mix that with corpse tendrils. So I get corpse tendrils to help me with my crit. But um, Necro's got a lot of varied builds, but they all kind of revolve around corpses. Um, generating corpses, making corpses, to use corpse powers. But uh, have you enjoyed playing it so far? I have enjoyed playing Necro. Um, it's it's different. Like, the reason why I picked it up was because uh, uh, Rogue, it's powerful but it's very 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 clicky like to the point where it's you know it is very one two three four one two three four you know it's and it's one two three on the left click and four on the right click and it's it's actually got to the point where it cramps my hand <laughs> because that's all i do 
that and bounce around you know i like the evade oh, of that's that's what uh i've been saying is playing rogue rogue plays really well on a controller mm-hmm. uh just because of the aspect of you're very much ordered in your attacks like um you know you're like one 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 when you get surrounded flurry 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 and then traps right um so i i've been playing it all on a controller and it's been fine yeah i just um, like the ability to be able to like hey i need to go this direction with my shadow step and you know and i don't have i don't feel like i would have that fine of a control of of that on a controller but that's that's i just needed a break from it well i've been you know I've been kind of holding a little bit off and haven't really go super deep into the end game of, uh, you know, you know, with the, with the game right now, considering the season's coming out and I'm going to play the season. Um, so it's just been like, what have I been missing in these other classes? And Necro has really, uh, you know, filled, you know, filled an interesting need for, uh, for me to be able to have, uh, something that's, you know, that's ranged, can sit back and kind of see things. And then, of course, the, the corpse mechanic for, uh, uh, for Necro is, is unique. So it's nothing, it's something I haven't seen before. You may not have noticed, but I stepped away for just a second. You two noticed the, the listener did not. Mm-hmm. Um, I was peeking to see if my pool level was rising any. And I looked out and, like peeked out my window and uh, my yard was getting increasingly wet again. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> so I, Dude, I went outside. You, you, I went outside. You and- I had the pool pump was off. I still had it on the backflow setting. So it was draining the water I was putting in. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my still, God. I still managed to put more water in than what is going out, but I'm just like flat out wasting water over here. Uh, Mother Earth is crying <laughs> at you right now. That's, that's, you're terrible, man. You my just need ADD to stop. is on overdrive today. Yeah, you just need to stop. Like at some point you're just going to be like, look, this three inches of water is good enough. <laughs> Oh, God. You're crazy, man. Yeah. At least the water pressure was higher than the backflow of it just draining. So there's that. <sighs> so it was. It's at least a, you it's, looked, I guess. I don't. I just I looked. Know. I was like, I was worried that it was going to overflow. So I looked out and it's like, it doesn't look that high. And then I looked at the ground and I was like, it's really wet. And then I looked at the hose that I had from the backflow and I was like, there's water coming out of there. That's why I put my headset down and just ran outside and turned it turned off the damn pump. I'm just not used to that pump yet. It's got hieroglyphs on it instead of instead of like actual like words. Wait, hieroglyphs? <laughs> yeah, it's just got symbols for everything and I had to look at the manual to figure out what each symbol meant. They're not even normal <laughs> symbols. Like they're just you needed a decoder ring. <laughs> I needed a decoder ring to figure out what R- the different symbols for the different settings in the pump were. Oh my god. Like RTFM, sir. Yeah. RTFM. <clears throat> RTFM. 
Yes. Read, read the fucking, the fucking manual. I I did. I just haven't memorized the hieroglyphs. <laughs> I know which one is play and which one is off, apparently. Uh, off is an X, and uh, on, it looks like a YouTube play button. <laughs> That's what I mean. Why well, a YouTube play button? You know, unfortunately, this is this is a spot that we're in with. I just needed to m- say what it does. With, <laughs> with uh, with a, a lot of the, uh, like much Ritz, younger it, millennials and zennials. Oh my god! Yeah, I knew you were going to do it. Uh, you you know, were gonna go there. we, well, we like, have to replace words with, uh, with emojis. And uh, social media symbols so that they understand what it means. Well, the rent symbol just looks like it looks like a bukkake symbol. It's just water droplets. Wait, what? Pouring out of it. So it's like (laughs) a bukkake symbol for the rent. I don't know what you I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Whatever. I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) I have I have the foggiest idea. And like you... I still don't remember exactly which one is backflow and what the other one is, but there's one that's got like several arrows in one direction and several arrows in the other direction. It's not the same as like forward and back and and back like you would have like on an old CD player or a VCR or something like that. And I can't remember which one is backflow well, and which one is just like run a cycle. So like yeah, one one of them's going to be backflow and one of them's going to be just. It, it's basically just cycling the water and not filtering it. Yeah, I've got one of those. Yeah. And I can never remember which one is which until I like put it on the thing, and I'm not supposed to switch it while it's on, so I have to turn it off, move the handle over to that thing, and then turn it back on. But um, yeah, like it's just I call them hieroglyphs. They're not complete hieroglyphs. They're just you know symbols for an American idiot. But. Um, you know, and then like one of them is a recycle symbol, and I can't remember if that's the one that circulates or you know what I mean. Like, there's just a lot of symbols there that aren't apparently obvious what they are until I look at the manual and I've got the manual in a box now. And the most important ones right now are backflow and uh, filter and off. And just for whatever reason, I did not turn it off. I still had it on backflow, turned it off, and it just continued to drain. Yeah, because I'm an idiot. It's been, you know, draining with the water flowing now too for two hours. Two hours. Too much. You, you got to look at your social medias there. You sent me down a rabbit hole, and I I needed to uh, to fulfill a uh, uh, fulfill a, what wow. what my mind was going. And yes, That's, I found a bukkake symbol. That didn't realize that was a thing. <laughs> That's a lot of male symbols pointing at a a female symbol, huh? Yeah. With the the arrow part of the symbol pointed at the female symbol. (laughs) Let me be very clear about that. It it makes a lot of sense. Yep. Apparently. That is is the universal sign. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Oh, well, let's we purge the. Let's purge the. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I to say, aside from all that, Diablo's great. It does continue <laughs> to get better. Me and Rusty are doing level twenty nightmares now with our characters. Yes, I'm at fun. level sixty nine and a half. Right. We're nice. Continue to do sex memes here. Um, like, but at this point, 
anything else this year is going to have to try really hard to beat it. Yeah, Starfield, oh, Starfield's pretty... got a long ways to go. Like, this is so far my game of the year. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm not... Like, Steam Cell's going on right now, and I was just telling Jason, it's like, I still... Because he was showing me uh, Darklight finally hit 1.0 about a month ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it, because I was going to play that once it hit 1.0 to see if it improved a couple of things. And uh, I haven't been, because I've been playing a shitload of Diablo. Yeah... I gotta, I gotta look and see if there's anything that I really want to pick up. Yeah, because it ends next week. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if there's anything I really want to pick up. Uh, and considering like the some of the stuff that's coming down the pipe, I don't know if I'm gonna have time. <laughs> you know, when with Revenant Two, for instance, uh, I want to have, I want to have time for that. Yeah, I really want to play that. You know, there's gonna be there's gonna be other games that you know that I'm gonna need to play, and of course, I'm gonna be you know completely away from my rig for an entire you know week and a half, basically. So, yeah, it's <laughs> you can come over here and play video games. <laughs> yeah, I'll just come. Uh, that's right. I'm just gonna you know fly halfway across the country to play video games. I mean, I mean. You know, it's not like we're... I mean, we can go see some sights and sounds if you really want to. <laughs> like, we'll have but a bar what? night or something, but... You know. uh, but, but I mean, but I, I promise you, not much has changed since you left. Oh, really? God damn it. All right, well, I mean... Yeah, we'll do a bar crawl or something. Hey, uh, there, there are... There is construct road construction in different places that than when correct. you left. There's oh, a, that, okay. That, that's, about, that's, about, that's about the only difference. Okay, well... I mean, I have uh, I have a list of things that I want to do. I mean, honestly, there's there's a, a things not just fucking like playing Diablo in the you know you know land party style, but I also want to hit Savastanos. Um, oh yeah, that's a must while you're here. Uh, and that's... I've got to hit Whataburger because <laughs> there isn't any up here. Uh, and oddly enough, I need to go to a QT at least a couple times. Um. Because there isn't any up here, um, you know, just, just you know, just have you know, have fun and be able to come back to uh, Tulsa and see a bunch of you know, bunch of a uh, bunch of my friends and my my extended family over there. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be nice, man. It's gonna be awesome. Well, y'all, you think we ought to take a quick break? Yes. All right, guys. Yep. I think we're good. All right, we'll be back. back let's do it <laughs> i think we got both let's do it nice um so we're in the news section and as we were talking about um we're in a spot where there's things coming out pretty quickly that is going to overtake not overtake but just get in the way of me playing diablo because let's be mm-hmm. honest that's what i want to do i want to play a lot of diablo and i did, it's not often that i get into a game where i want to play it non-stop which again, I think the table so far, Starfield's got a lot to prove because Diablo Four is pretty fucking good. 
my opinion, the best Diablo so far. But it is the 8th, and as of the 12th, so as of Wednesday, Oxenfree 2 comes out. Um, very Stranger Things type story-based 2D game. Pretty good, though. Um, the first one was. And then Xenonauts 2, which is basically XCOM old school with uh, 3D graphics, um, comes out uh, Tuesday the following week, so on the 18th. And then we've got um, Remnant 2 coming out on July 25th, as well as Jagged Alliance, which is another XCOM-style game, but with Mercenaries. Jagged Alliance 3 comes out on July 14th. Also pretty uh, excited about that. Um, and then we were all looking at Exoprimal to see if that was something we wanted to play or not, but that's going to be on Game Pass, so we'll be able to right. try it out and see if it is anything we want to mess with or not. But um, other things coming out is we've got seasons coming out for Diablo 4 in like 10 days or something. Is that right, Rusty? It's, uh, it is, it's coming very, very soon. Um, uh, I got kicked out of my, uh, my Diablo. It's about 10 days. Yeah. But, um, yeah, seasons, uh, season one, uh, called season of the malignant will be coming to, uh, Diablo four. Uh, you will need to start a whole new character. Um, that is part of that. Uh, you can go through the campaign or you can skip it. Uh, and there's, uh, there's a number of different things that you can, you can get for it. Most of the stuff that you, uh, that you see in the battle pass portion of, of the, uh, uh of the season is, uh, cosmetics. Uh, and. Do you, so you what, have to pay extra to get the season, right? Well, no. So you have access to the season and there's a free tier of the season pass but you can also get a you know a premium tier of the season pass and if you bought the whale version of Diablo 4 or the digital deluxe or whatever you have access to you know the additional season pass tiers uh so even if you didn't pay for that and you just bought the base game you still can take part in the season um there's a season mechanic with the season of the malignant that has to do with these malignant hearts, which give some really unique abilities to items. Uh, they're kind of like, yeah, they're kind of like aspects that you can socket into jump slots. Uh, and uh, they're going to have a color associated to them, one of three colors. And then rarely those. Uh, malignant hearts will be like a prismatic or something where you can put it into any you know any socket uh, so going forward all sockets will have a color associated with it so that you can put those malignant hearts in the right sockets um and that'll give you additional like aspects to your build yeah it'll allow you to either change certain aspects uh change how aspects work or uh, or add additional effects to your aspects and stuff like that. So it's it's going to allow for crazier, you know, uh, crazier builds. And of course, everything can have a gem socket in it. So you can have a ton of these damn, uh, these malignant hearts attached to your gear. And it changes, you know, it can change completely how a build works. So it gives you a lot more build diversity on top of, 
what the game already has. Um, of course, a lot of this is to be, you know, to be seen. You know, they just said that there's like 32 different kinds of hearts uh, or effects that these hearts uh, can pr uh, produce. And of course, they all have, you know, their range and roles, right? Uh, so there's that. There's going to be additional uniques added about the same time as the season drops, uh, as well as I think there was uh, six or seven additional aspects that you can uh, that you can add to your gear. Well, and also the most recent patch that hit added uniques to the Helltide events, right. and they were never not there. Some of the tweak some of the drop rates. They mm -hmm. were never not there. It was just hard to get a unique. Now, when me and Rusty were doing the Helltide, like back to back to back, I've got like, I've got three of the same unique chess piece and three of the same unique scythe for my character, and I don't use either of those abilities. So for me right now, it doesn't do me any good. Right. But um, they have tweaked the drop rate of the sacred uniques um, because I was playing it today, and even on the tree events, I'm getting more of those sacred uniques. I got. I got a the same sacred ch unique chess piece for my necro as I have like two times over, but through a tree event today while I was playing this morning. So like, that's kind of neat. I even noticed the drop rate for oranges or whatever that's called, whatever that tier's called. Legendary. Yeah. Legendary. Been seeing a lot more of those even in regular dungeons and stuff like that, which is pretty exciting because you do, it felt like I was just disenchanting or disenchanting, just breaking down too much gear. I'm proud of this patch, and I feel like I'm getting a lot more worthy gear um, so that I can continue to improve my character and not just scrap everything or sell everything, which is yeah, it's... where it was prior to this patch. I felt like you're just selling. You get two items a day, maybe, if you played for like two or three hours um, that were worth your time, and the rest of it was just, you know, stuff you're going to just break down. It's It has to be, there's got to be a... Um... A happy medium in you know in there, and that balance is really you know really rough uh, to uh, to get worked out because Diablo three had they had ping ponged back and forth like you know in uh, in how loot was working out, and I remember originally Diablo three was like it was loot explosions right, but none of that shit was even really even useful for the character that you were playing. Uh, well, and then they reworked how loot dropped so that it was based off of the class that you were playing at that time. And it's mostly uh, that way now because I don't get a lot of druid loot on my necromancer, you know. Right. You still get a little bit, but uh, it's like those almost seem like that was the you know the bug that slipped through the cracks. When you see a totem drop on your necromancer, it's like, okay, that was, that's not supposed to be here, you know? <laughs> um, It's... That's the kind of thing that you know that you see now. But even with uh, Diablo three, there was a period of time where uh, uniques were dropping like candy, uh, and you know everybody had everybody had everything. You know, well, when everybody has everything, there's nothing to strive for. So, uh, so there's there's a little bit of a, a give and take as far as how how that is all balanced. I think what they did was they put these. Uh, there was six uber rare uniques in the game and set their drop rate to something abysmally small uh, and then waited for one of each of those uniques to drop for like the world first style 
you know, drops. And as soon as that happened, this patch came through and basically, uh, you know, rebalanced the uh, the drop rates for uniques. Right. They're so like, it if it took like, us this many days for this to drop for one person, right? Like, right. We need now, to now this. that you see it, now everybody sees that the grandfather exists and like, you know, you know, you know, some of the other uh, items existed now that people want them and, you know, the drop rate was you have a better chance of winning the lottery than get, you know, get one to drop. So now it's uh, now they're uh, they're fixing it in such a way that they'll drop a little bit more often so that those accounts aren't worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars on the black market, you know? Yeah, I've um, been like I'm at a spot right now where I'm literally unless something's amazing, I'm breaking it down because I'm so close to 70 and so close to just changing it to torment, you know? Mm -hmm. that i i need level 700 plus items right like you know at the higher level it's gonna be level 820 so i'm kind of just at a point where i'm even breaking down the rest of my inventory for anything that's under level 700 because it's not worth it to my top tier character you know uh to hold on to those except for like aspects that are good right. and like the thing that i've done like rusty goes to the extreme where he only picks up like relics basically I pick up all the yellows and I'd break that stuff down because the cost for everything seems pretty high once you start upgrading shit. Um, so I don't mind teleporting back, marking everything as trash and just junking it real quick and going back to what I was doing. Um, but um, I'm at a spot where I'm only grabbing the aspects off perfect or nearly perfect rolls on things. Right. That way I can, I'll have build diversity. So I'm not just grabbing aspects from my current build. I'm grabbing it for other builds, too, because I've got enough tabs um, to do that um, and just saving the ones that are perfects or near perfects. And then that way I'm not, you know, and then I can junk the rest because I need the materials for the upgrades. So once I got past that point that not every orange item is sacred and now you can deconstruct some of those because not all of them have good rolls. Right. Like sometimes it's better to imprint on a amazing sacred yellow that has all the stuff that you want on it that maybe only needs like one thing re-rolled than it is for you to wait for the perfect roll on an orange. Right. Um, which well, is what I, a lot of my stuff's imprinted at this point. That, that's kind of the the whole idea behind the uh, uh, the legendaries is just, yeah. Yeah, it's one step up, but when you, up, well, when you imprint, you're already automatically upgrading it to a legendary anyway, so. I really like that system. Just because it does let you customize your gear a little bit more. Um, and it changes the way the shit looks, too, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, Jason, you had something you were going to talk about, right? I did. So, as we all know, there's been a lot of tide and turbulence around uh, Reddit's new API fees. And... In the last week, the latest subreddit to to act out and fight back was the R Cyberpunk game subreddit, who decided to uh, designate their subreddit as NSFW. <laughs> what? Yep. Yes. And uh, in their in their post at the same time, uh literally tell tell fans you know what if 
This is a Reddit for showing off the games. Guys, come on, please don't post outright porn. But NSFW content within the context of the game is fine. Want to show your V's tits? Go right ahead. Want to go to town on some Borgs with a katana and your dick precariously swinging all over the place? I insist you tag me so I can see it too. <laughs> okay, that's uh, and, that would be kind of funny. And the subreddit was almost immediately filled to the gills of all kinds of naked V's. What? Yep. What um, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, from the, from the get go, from the from the character creation screen of Cyberpunk, you're like, oh. Oh, this is that kind of game. <laughs> well, there's a dick yeah, slider. And, and, yes. in res- and in response, you know, the the primary moderator, uh, Tabnam, actually said, you know, really, this should have been uh, NSFW Reddit from the get-go because the game is an 18-plus game. It's meant for adults. The subreddit should be for adults, and uh, we just never thought about it until now. Until, until now. now, wonderful. Um, and of course, you know this aligns with other subreddits like r slash military and r slash picks uh, that went NSW, NSFW in protest to Reddit's new API fees. Um. Those subreddits, however, uh, in contrast, basically got final warnings from Reddit declaring that because they were not historically considered NSFW, uh, that they needed to remove the tag before the end of the week and remove any NSFW uh, content from the Reddit. Um, so now they're kind of stuck in a position of... Um, do we wait for Reddit to give us the same warning or do we keep going in protest? And I'm all for them continuing to go in protest. And that's exactly what they've said they're going to do. Um, because Reddit's actions are on par with the most dystopian companies seen in night city to quote one, to quote another mod on the Reddit. Mm. It's, so it it's just another way people are trying to fight back against against this new API fee structure. Um you know, I'd say while I under from a business side I can understand why Reddit did it. From a community side of things, I could say that it was one poorly timed um and Two most egregiously, extremely poorly implemented. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Reddit, Twitter, um, you know, some of these social media platforms just have not had a um, Twitch. Some of these social media platforms just have not had a sustainable business model. They were bas- have basically been kept afloat by um, 
investments, ad revenue, and uh, uh, and other things, but primarily PI is private investigator or private investors. Jeez. Hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of that's drying up with the economy the way that it is. So, it, you know, changing free start fee structures isn't completely unexpected but let's face it they dumped it on all of their on all of their subreddits and in a very poor way yes so yeah i'm just looking uh, at it uh i'm just reading I, about it now like some of the stuff that i mean it gets deep like on top of this i was wondering why some of the uh some of the reddits were actually closing up or protesting i mean and that was just a Oh, I've looked at this before. Now it's uh now it's locked. Why is it locked? Okay. Now I'm now I'm actually reading into it and it's kind of a Yeah, I can see why. I mean, it's still. enough that there's a lot of news agencies um like PC Gamer and some others that have completely just stopped their Reddit posts. Right. Um and pulled off the platform completely. Um so you know, I mean, it's a it's a precarious time for for Reddit right now. Um, you know, and we'll see whether or not it pulls through, or if this is what will finally kill the platform. Who knows? I guess we yeah. should um, see. And in in some other news, um, we're getting more and more looks at Baldur's Gate three. Um, and a lot of stuff that's come out recently is highlighting um one both uh uh the abundance of romance options which i would never have expected from a Baldur's gate game like do we really need romance in it yes um i need to romance the snake i mean the snake woman to the breadth of build diversity, which looks like it's going to, it may even um, eclipse the amount of build diversity that that Diablo Four offers. Which, if it accomplishes that, it's doing damn good. Um, full. Uh, it's a D and D game full multi-classing support etc yeah. yeah but i mean they're they're throwing in literally everything from D, which is not something that boulders gate has traditionally done in the past you know sure you get um uh some of the classes and you know some of the subclasses in those classes but um full multi-classing etc just wasn't there like in one and two so well, it was also a completely different system back then. Yeah. So multi-classing, you know, became a little bit easier with uh with later editions of D&D uh to the point where people can now play whatever they'd like to play. I mean, there was the, you know, with D&D rules, the rules were there to basically, you know, guide people in a direction that would be, you know, like successful. Whereas uh, now the guy, uh, the rules are there to just kind of keep you within like 
within a lane, right? You don't necessarily need to. <laughs> it's it's kind of like putting bumpers in a uh, in a uh, uh, you know when you're going bowling. You know, you're rolling the bowling ball down the freaking bumpers. It'll bounce off the sides, but you know, you're still going to stay in your lane unless you're Jason and throws it off into the other, you know, into the next county. Anywho. Um, oh, thanks, bud. You're welcome. <laughs> um, uh, but that being said, I kind of expected a, you know, do you want to play, you know, a, you know, a character that is all a... Uh, a rogue paladin. <laughs> um, yeah, make it work. You know, do it. You make, know, <laughs> make it so. Right, make it so. You have the ability to uh, uh, to backstab with magic. Let's make that happen. Um, do you want to talk to animals, uh, but also be an artificer? Go for it. Um, you know, it's just like it's your fantasy. Make it happen. Um. Just as long as, you know, there's got to be at least one quest line in which you get to try to seduce a mind flare. And if you can do that, I'm in. Totally in. 100%. Because that one, she's going to try to fuck your mind. It's starting to look pretty... pretty uh pretty crazy and i'm all you know i'm all for that if the game can you know ever get released well do we have anything else that we want to talk about berserker berserker i saw saw berserker and i'm just now i need to play it um i am going to be playing a uh bard yeah. Well, <laughs> Jason, where can you find us? Find us at tiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and twitter.com slash tiltcast. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash real tiltcast. And search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe. Find some friends of the show. You got For the Love of Gaming. You've got noquarters.net, bmfcast.com, and tvgp.tv. They also play Diablos. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. All right. Peace. Peace.